Hello and welcome to season two of Holistic Health Hub. This season is all about approachable health and approachable business. I truly believe that health should not be complicated. It should not add more stress to your plate. It should not overwhelm you. It should be something simple that you can incorporate and carry out through small daily steps every single day that are going to lead to big results in your health over time. And business, I am a firm believer that anyone can build a business from home on your terms and you can do it in your here's and there's and it is one of the smartest decisions you can ever make to start building something now before you need it so that you have options later in life. And I'm sharing tips and tricks that can make building a business in your here and there's approachable for anyone no matter where you are in life. So grab your favorite drink, pop your earbuds in and let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about third-party tools, what they are, how you can use them, and why you want to use them to grow your business. So let's get started. So what are third-party tools? Third-party tools are anything that you know your company makes um, or someone in the field makes. It's an education piece. Typically, they're videos or recorded calls, um, and they either deal with a specific problem that someone might be facing and offering solutions for them, or they explain different aspects of your business or products. Um, And so the the reason I love using third-party tools, especially for people who are getting started, is your third-party tool will be your expert, and you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everything about everything in your products or services and company um, because other people, you can use the tools that other people have created and share those with your prospects so that they can learn more. And again, you don't have to feel that pressure of trying to be an expert. Um, The way that you use third-party tools are, like I said, so that you don't have to be the expert, Um, but typically you use these in one-on-one conversations on social media, um, through messaging, through um, texting, um, anywhere where you're on like a digital-type platform and you're communicating. So the best way to share a third-party tool is to ask the question, if I, would you? So you're having a conversation with somebody, and they've said, oh my gosh, my kids are sick all the time. Um, I would do anything to make it so that they're not sick all the time. And you say, hey, I watched this great webinar or I listened to this great recorded call. If I sent you the link, would you watch it? And then you let them decide whether they're going to watch it or not. Um, and if they say yes, then ask them, when do you think you'll watch that by? It's 20 minutes. It's 30 minutes. You know, let them pick the date and time because they know what their schedule looks like. You know, a lot of times when I do this, I've had people say like, oh, you know what? It's really busy this weekend, but I can probably watch it next week. Or, you know what? I That's 20 minutes. I can totally do that right now. Um, and so then you can say, great, I'll check back with you whatever time they said to answer your questions. Um, and it really puts the power in their court in the sense of they get to decide when they're going to watch it by. But it underhandedly puts the power in your court because you are setting up the follow-up. You're setting up the next interaction um, so that it's not just up in the air, so that it's not awkward when you try to follow up with them like, hey, did you watch it? Like, no. You're going to follow up with them when they said they would watch it by. And you know what? A lot of times they're going to say, I didn't watch it. (laughs) And so you can ask them like, did you just not have enough time? Or like, 
or do you just not have any interest? Um, and I, I like to ask that question because, you know, sometimes people just won't say no. People are afraid to say no because they don't want to hurt your feelings or um, they just don't have no in their vocabulary for whatever reason. So I like to ask people that direct question um, to give them permission to say no. And I tell them that explicitly. I say, listen, if this is not for you, please don't pretend like you're interested just to save my feelings. Like I would prefer you to tell me straight up, no, you're not interested so that I'm not wasting my time or your time. And, um, you know, really then if they, if they do say that they're not interested or they didn't have the time to watch it or they didn't make the time or like... Um, you know, what is something that you can ask them that they will say yes to? Do you have a private community group? Do you have a newsletter? Do you have um, an event coming up? Do you have something that you could offer them that they are willing to say yes to? And you know what, if they straight up tell you no, they're not interested, you can ask them like, would you like me to follow up with you like three months from now or six months from now or whatever it is? Um, and most of the time people will tell me yes. Sometimes people will tell me, no, I'm not interested at all. And I'm, and I say, great, you know what? That is totally fine. And I appreciate you telling me the truth. Um, you know, and then we can just carry on with our lives and still have conversations and relationship. And more often than not, something changes in their life. And then they come back to me and say, Hey, remember when you asked me about that? And I said, I wasn't interested. Well, things have changed and now I need your help. And you were the person I thought about. So <laughs> um, it's a beautiful thing when that happens. So I would just encourage you to look at what third-party tools you have. Um, what is available to you? What can you use as your expert as you're learning or growing your business um, to share with people so that, you know, they can watch it in their free time. Um, they can make their own decision because really the whole point is giving them the information so that they can make an educated decision because so many people say no to things or even yes to things without really understanding what they're saying yes or no to. And so our job is to educate people, to give them the information so that they can make their own decision, the right decision for them. Um, you know, it's not to push things on them. It's not to withhold things from them. It's just to give them the information. That's what we do. We present the gift. We allow them to decide Based on the information, I always encourage people, you know, right now you you don't have all the information. I want to make sure that you do get all the information so that you can make the, the best decision for you. And you know what? If it's not for you, then that's totally fine. Like, I understand that, you know. There's a lot of things out there that are not for me either. But I do like to find all the information before I make a decision on things because I never know what I'm missing, you know. Um, it could be the best thing that I'm looking for and I just didn't even know it. And I would hate to write something off or write someone off just because I had some preconceived notions or lack of understanding and I just didn't take the time or make the time to, to learn more, right? Um, so that's really what we're doing here. So I would encourage you, and this is your homework, to go have five to ten appropriate conversations. And what do I mean by appropriate? I mean, do not go out and cold message a bunch of people and say, if I would you. I mean, you can, but it's probably not going to be received very well because they're probably going to go look at your profile. They're going to see what you're doing. They're going to think that you're just trying to sell them something and they're going to say no without learning any, any information. Um, 
having them to be open enough to say yes to you is comes from building trust with them and having real relationships. So I say appropriate conversations because these are people that you already have that conversational relationship with. Trust is always there. Um, you know, and if you don't have those kinds of relationships, then I encourage you to go back and listen to my episode that includes being a friend um, and start conversations with people <laughs> using different ways to connect that I already shared about um, and do that first before you do the homework for this episode. Um, but I just want to encourage you that I primarily built my business sharing third-party tools um, and using social media to do that. Um, so it is a very powerful thing. Uh, it is a way that you can connect with a lot of people one-on-one, have those conversations. Um, you know what? And the, the real key to sharing a third-party tool and getting someone to the point where they do want to buy your product or service really comes down to after they've watched it or listened to it, connecting with them offline. So getting them out of Messenger and on a phone call or through an app like Voxer or Marco Polo, I love those two for super busy people, especially busy moms, because it's really hard sometimes to get on the phone because you know there's that crazy thing that happens when you get on the phone where all the kids go crazy. I don't know what it is. It's just it happens every single time, right? Um, So using something like Voxer or Marco Polo where you can talk as you have the moments throughout your day that can be really helpful. But there is power in getting out of the messenger. And a simple thing you can say is, hey, my fingers are getting tired. Can we just hop on the phone quicker? Can we uh, hop on over to Boxer or Marco Polo so we can have a real conversation? Awesome. Um, And that's going to be so much more powerful. So if you are afraid to get on the phone or you are afraid to take the conversation in that direction, then you need to spend some time learning how to communicate Um, getting over your fear because growth is on the other side of fear and doing the hard, scary things. Um, And you're going to grow your business so much stronger and so much faster if you are willing to do that and get uncomfortable with it. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable, my friend. Take care and have a great day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Holistic Health Hub with me, Chelsea Holmes. For great tips, follow me on Instagram at Chelsea underscore Noel. And if you love this episode, don't forget to click subscribe, give me a five-star rating, and leave a review. I'd love to know what you would like to hear. Until next time.